on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a very sensitive subject. Is it? And Can you I, guys hear us on on uh, YouTube live? Nobody watching us on YouTube. They're all nobody. They're all here. Well, we'll see if this works. If it doesn't work, then the least you saw it on Todd's phone. This is the Monday Mass. Chris Cote and Todd Richards. I'm Chris. That's Todd. It's July 10th, 2023. Uh, this is the world's greatest action sports podcast. And you know that. Today we're going to. Just gonna, by the sound of our voices. We're going to teach great. you how to play fart tennis. Oh. Do you know how to play fart tennis, Chris? I saw it on your Twitter, Todd. Okay, let me tell you about fart tennis. I've been playing this game for a long time and I've been dominating. Um, a lot of people don't know that I'm playing fart tennis with them, but I am. So the rules to fart tennis are as follows. You say, let's say I fart, right? So I fart. Chris has 60 seconds to return a fart, therefore throwing a fart over the net. If I fart twice in 60 seconds or Chris farts twice. How old are you? In six, Shut up, Chris. I'm just curious. I'm way too old to be playing fart tennis. But if Chris farts twice... You are so immature. He gets a point. And the, the whole point of this is to rally back over, back and forth over the net. Now, if Chris shits his pants... I'm going to edit this out. It's an automatic win. For who? For you. You win. So I win if I... If you shit your pants. Okay. It's, a, it's a consolation prize, really. If you've never listened to this podcast, this is your first time. We don't usually start with fart tennis tutorials, but, you that, know, sometimes Todd comes in with his own ideas of how to do some stuff, and in that case... That is why we have great sponsors like Machu Picchu, yeah. a zero-sugar energy drink, yerba mate... Get you jacked up to play fart tennis. It jacks you up. It jacks well, you up. Olu well, Originals. Olu Originals. If the hell you want to see Olu Originals in action. What is it? I mean, just Olu. It's just Olu, but it's at Olu underscore Originals on Instagram. Olu is a, 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 new, a new sponsor we have. I, I, I put up a review on my personal Instagram on the board shirt. Remember, I was telling you about this. Oh, someone just made a point. You know, um, you know what, like a deuce in tennis? Oh, it's God. it's a literal deuce. I'd love to move past fart tennis. It's impossible. Fart tennis is it's taking over it's the world, sweeping the nation. Uh, Olu, the board shirt. That's what I I wore. SPF fifty rash guard, and it's it's you don't look like a sausage because if you've seen Todd in his long arm rash guard. It ain't, it ain't pretty. And he's got a good body, too. So he should be in a Olu board shirt. Hanson Surfboards, that's where you can get Olu board shirts and also many, many other items. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. This is business. Mm-hmm. I know you want to start keep talking about farts and tennis, but we got business to take care of. Farts will never stop. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am. I'm older than many people, but farts. Not that many it, the day that farts are not funny anymore is the day that I question your sanity. That's the day the music dies. Anything and if you don't, <laughs> to you other don't sponsors, pollute. Go ahead. <laughs> sponsors love fart talk. Mid sponsor block. Rationale at Rationale Brewing on Instagram. This is the world's best craft non-alcoholic beer for people like myself who can't contain themselves, and once they have one alcohol beer... 
we'll end up having 20. You know, we'll wake up in one of the ditch. best parts about fart tennis is when oh you can God. you come up with like funny uh, names for yourself, like Andre Asgassi or John Spacklerow. I'll let you know when that gets funny. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I guess I'm laughing at it, so it must be funny. Beneath Apparel, at Beneath Apparel, world's best underwear. Look, I mean, I, do I have to do it every time at this point? Fart Connors. We got them every time. Fart Connors. The uniform for Todd's new sport, right? The designated uniform. You know who Bart Connors is? No. He's a tennis player. Nope. Um... I just had one, but I, I can't say it. Uh, pedal Electric, at Pedal.Electric, world's best e-bikes. What's up with it? Bub's Naturals, at Bub's Naturals. And we've got a perfect summer pairing for you. I'm talking about um, the uh, the Hydrate or Dye product that you don't have to sit there and drink. You know, I don't know why this bothers me when I have multiple friends that carry around big water jugs. Do you have friends that carry around water jugs? It's like a, I love uh, like that an emotional them. support water jug. I just I I love that they are hydrating. But I, I get kinda jealous because I just don't have the capacity to hydrate. So I don't trust people with really naturals. hydrated skin. You don't? No. You, you have hydrated skin. Do I? Yeah. I feel a little flaky right now. Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. Collagen. MCT brain oil, hydration, and more. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Todd, you dropped off a new flavor. I haven't tried it yet. What is it? It's the uh, new miso miso glaze. Miso. What? Yes. It's great. This isn't going to be a great podcast. I can already tell. Why? I don't know. I didn't take melatonin from you today. I think we're both a little bit tired. Panic and coffee and tea. Would have helped me, Todd, but you said the line was too long. Was it popping over there? Let me help you. All right. Thank you. I'll have this one. Mm. Tastes great, too. Mm-hmm. At New Greens, what does New Greens do for you personally, Todd? New you Greens, personally New Greens helps you die later. No guarantees, but it definitely has all the vitamins and minerals and, I don't know, whatever the fuck is in a salad that makes you feel great and, and, and improves your that's longevity. actually what it says on the back of the New Greens packaging. Whatever the fuck is in a salad is in here. Look, if if you can have a company called uh, Liquid Death, then you can have New Greens in the back of the package says, there's friggin' whatever. Vegetables. Yeah. Uh, Diecutstickers.com. At Diecutstickers, D-O-T-C-O-M, Diecutstickers.com. Hey, Chip Nissel, if you don't like our sponsor plugs, you can always find a better, oh my a better podcast Every podcast has a sponsor block. Every podcast that's worth its weight in content. That's right. You Are people logging off? Yeah. This is free. You didn't pay for this. <laughs> it's free. And the reason it's free is because we have sponsors. We get most of the free stuff from the sponsors. Sometimes we give it to you guys. But uh, let's get a quick uh, a quick catch-up, you and I, personal okay, catch-up before we get into, like, news. All right. Um, you want to hear about my weekend? <laughs> <laughs> do I have a choice? Okay. What did you do this well, weekend? Well... I went out to the Adrenaline Games in Las Vegas because our friends Tempest Freerunning had a Kings of the Concrete 
qualifier. My son Roman was in the qualifier. He did well going up against some of the world's best free runners. Unfortunately, after the qualifying session, he was training, practicing, rolled his ankle. So I drove out there and I literally picked him up, put him on my back, wrapped up his ankle, and I, and I, and I walked around with him like Yoda on Luke Skywalker's back the whole weekend in Las Vegas. And while it was physically demanding, emotionally it was very satisfying. You know, you'd like help, like actually help your kid. It feels really good. I don't know. Um, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, it was a great event. Tricking martial arts guy named Say qualified did you see, for KOTC. 2023. More importantly, did you yeah. see the the giant the new stadium in Vegas? I did. Yeah, uh, Allegiant Allegiant Stadium. I feel like if they're dropping the ball by that not being a Death Star by like this Thursday, we're giving them like, a date. Like, uh, oh no, there's actually a new Death Star there. What? So. In Las Vegas, there's a new uh, dome. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? The, the Allegiant Stadium I'm is where the Raiders the, I'm play. I'm talking about the one that looks like an eyeball. Okay, well, the the Raiders play in a stadium that's all black, and it looks kind of like a Death Star. That's also where the, the hockey team plays and all that. But the dome you're talking about, mm-hmm. the LED, it's the world's largest LED right. dome. Yeah. You, you're saying you want them to put the graphics of the Death Star on yes. it. Yes. For maybe for May the fourth, dude. I, like, how about just for like a just Tuesday day? afternoon? Uh, someone wants to know here. Incredible Meisman wants to know: is free running this is free running the same as free riding, where you can just run wherever you want? Yeah, it's a uh, it's parkour. It's free running. It means it's like running, but you're free is to par- jump is, around. Is parkour? Is it like rollerblading? Like it's called inline, but they call it. You know what I mean? Like, is it free running? It's, it's like parkour, like owned by somebody. No. So is free running and parkour interchangeable within that I universe? I think so. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't get too weird about it. Now tricking is a totally different thing. It's like parkour, especially in Vegas, like because I have seen some women tricking by and a Seven Eleven there, and, and well, depending on what it's, side of town you go. Twenty twenty three. Okay. Um, yeah, that was actually a good question. Parkour and free running. They're right in the same world. Extreme walking uh, is if you have to take a poop. Oh my God! You are and you need you to. You are really living in your own asshole today. <laughs> you are. All You're right. Living in your own butt. We're gonna. Uh, I hate. Okay. I know. Every time every we gotta do f- this. Every freaking episode. It seems like we've had like before we get into the meat and potatoes about this episode. There's there's two people that we have to shout out. Um, and basically memorialize on I here. know, and, and we hate that we have to do this every damn podcast, but it's too important not to. Uh, the first one, I'll just start, mm-hmm. McCullough Jones. Okay, so McCullough Jones, uh, first and foremost, an amazing human, a, a, a father, a husband, uh, just an incredible family man, uh, he he was one of the first people in the North Shore to really like welcome myself and my brother personally into his house. We stayed there for many years when we were doing Transworld. He was we were he was just so gracious and so cool, and he reinvented how we see surfing. He was the first guy to really nail the POV shots in the barrel, the craziest angle. I mean, 
The dude was a genius, uh, incredibly soulful, stylish surfer, one of the best, most tubed humans on this planet. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away just a few days ago. It was a surfing accident. Um, something happened. Pulling into a, you know, he loved to surf big gnarly barrels. He was surfing a big gnarly barrel somewhere in Indonesia in the Mentawais. Fell. Something happened. Got cut by his fin. We we don't know exactly, but passed away. Doing what he loved, and I mean. It does. Do get, there is, is consolation. There, is there a silver yeah, lining absolutely. there? Absolutely. I think that you know, like his probably his his last memories were getting barreled out of his brains. Yeah. And that's yeah. A, that's a happy spot. Yeah. Um, and on the snowboard side of things, um, filmmaker Pierre Minhando passed away this weekend. I don't have any details about that, and it it is a shame. He was the Neo Proto crew that kind of came up in the mid two thousands. Just you know, kind of change the game as far as what uh, a snowboard video is and the tricks that people like to see um, from the street crews to the backcountry. So, not like another seminal uh, filmmaker from snowboarding passed away, and it, it freaking sucks, man. Well, it's like I, I'm like, it, I don't. Are we just at that age at this point where like, I people are more people drop like passing flies? away, or do we just know more people as we get older? I don't know, but, you know, another thing that is, I guess, a positive you can take away from this, Hondo, the filmmaker, uh, McCalla Jones, uh, last week we were talking about Rick Froberg, and I did see Rick Froberg get a little eulogy on CBS Sunday Morning, which was pretty amazing. No way. Yeah, he was the, wow. popped up, and it was that was awesome to see, but what they left for us, the art, the, the legacy, we can continue to enjoy for as long as we're around so we should all do that i mean go look at some of the the, the photos and videos that mccalla jones provided for us watch honda's videos listen to the hot snakes listen to drive like jay we got to celebrate these people um and i want to switch gears a little bit all right we're, we're we're thinking of them with love always um but so the other day yesterday yesterday the waves were tiny, as you know. It was like knee to waist high, mm-hmm. gutless, weak. But I was on a mission. I said, th- I said, I'm gonna wax up my best groveler. I am going my Pizel Gremlin quad in the dark arts tech. I'm gonna put on a short arm full. Usually I would trunk it and surf for like 20 minutes, get cold and come in. Yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm gonna rip. So I went out there with the full intent to try as hard as I could on every single wave, and I had a blast. Where? where? Just, Just you, at your here. local? It was the wow. worst waves ever, but it was the only way that I could motivate myself to get excited, to have some fun. I went out there, and we had the whole neighborhood out there, and we were basically just going like all right this is a heat let's go it's on so you're you're that guy in the water who's like having a heat and everyone else just wants no, to we enjoy were all, themselves we we're all in on it oh okay i won because i was trying the hardest so sometimes the surfer in the water that's trying the hardest is the one that wins really is that is that how it is well it's funny too because when i'm watching surfing that's the best surfer in the water is the one that's yeah, trying their hardest their hardest he's <laughs> being the most annoying when i'm watching surfing when people are trying really hard there's a fine line, right? Sometimes I see Italo, right? And he's trying so hard. He's, oh, he's like, bro, 
chill like 10% and it'll be perfect. If you overdo it and try too, too hard, you kind of look like uh, spaz. So were you like back paddling people and stuff? No, no, I wasn't back paddling people. I was just uh, like, let's say I was just giving maximum effort on every wave that I surfed. And I was trying to do like turns and and just really try. Like a lot of kicking when you were paddling. Um, I, I don't think I was being annoying in that way. <laughs> we we're all taking turns, but I'm just saying like I made a concerted effort to get up and ride these waves as best I could. And I had so much fun. Do you ever try that? Do you ever just go like maximum effort? At skating, surfing, snowboarding. Like, I think you probably did that at Peace Park, right? Like I'm gonna go and try. Yeah, my there's. Uh, I feel like sometimes, and this is this is. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But like you can force it and force it to happen. Yeah. But then there's other times where the harder you try, the worse <laughs> the worse the, the, worse the outcome yeah. is. And ninety five percent of the time, that's what I experience. Is the harder I try. Like say say I was like snowboarding or surfing. I'm like I'm going to go, and I'm gonna rip. I'm gonna try to rip. Yeah. It, it just is bad. Yeah, but sometimes it works. Sometimes, I, had a really I guess great sometimes session. it works. You know what they uh, the kids these days? You know what they call people who try too hard? Try hards. Sweats. Why don't be a sweat? Really? Yeah. They call you're them like sweats? sweaty. Oh. You're like sweaty from trying too hard. That's funny because. Usually just sweaty people were like those dudes at the bar who showed up at Maybe night. they're trying too hard. Yeah, they're just trying too hard. Speaking of trying too hard, Jonah Hill was trying a little hard to control his ex-girlfriend, and she went ahead and doxed his ass and leaked DMs and text messages, and now there's a big hubbub. Uh, and <laughs> the funny thing about it is Jonah Hill's like introductory complaints to her we're talking about surf culture, so somehow he's like weaponized surf culture to get his girlfriend to stay in line. I, don't, I mean, you. There's I, two sides to this, of course. I don't. I just don't know if like, I don't know if like air, like airing that kind of shit on like Instagram is that like a like why? Well, that's the thing. But why? But, but I'm saying because in in her opinion. And I'm not on either side of this. Like, I'm out. Yeah, regardless. I'm not, I'm not taking a side in this yeah. at all. I'm just like... In her opinion, she was releasing these messages to basically show um, and tell other women, like, if your boyfriend is saying this to you, treating you like this, and trying to control you, get out. And Jonah Hill was basically... And I'm paraphrasing because I didn't go too deep into this was basically saying look here are my boundaries boundaries it was a lot of like therapy therapy speak you know like my therapist said so either way these are private conversations and the funny thing is the, the, the surf culture thing to me was really funny like I don't want you surfing with guys I don't want you posting photos of yourself in a bathing suit so a lot to of me, these, that's the controlling part. Yeah. I don't care when you post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, Todd. Well, I was just going to say, like a lot of the complaints Jonah Hill has, I can they mirror my thoughts about you. Yeah, you don't want to see me surfing with other nope, people. Nope. You don't want me to be friends with people from my past nope. before I met you. All right. 
I don't want you being on any other podcasts. The only reason I brought this up is because it's big in surf news. It's also big in Encinitas because this like his girlfriend was like, bro, is he like behind me right now? He was in Encinitas like what was it two summers ago? I don't remember when he was. You saw him on the road. Yeah, multiple times. Well, the, I don't think calling Jonah Hill a surfer is necessarily um, realistic. Yeah, but like. I see that's a weird you thing about like as a surfer. Yeah, like what does that mean? Like if you when you buy a surfboard, <laughs> are you a surfer? At what point do you become a surfer? It's just like uh, like what point uh, anything? Like I guess technically it would like is it like when you figure out how to like catch a I don't freaking know. She's being know. framed as a pro surfer, which mm. is also maybe not super realistic. She's an amazing surfer, but the whole thing just kind of reeks of bad gossip. Now Jonah Hill has a baby with someone else. Uh, he know, does? Yeah. Really? It was a bad breakup. Now everything's public. You know what will fix a bad breakup is a baby. A makeup. Makeup makeout. He session. for real has an, a baby? Yeah. That's why we haven't seen him in Encinitas. Wow. He probably doesn't get to surf as much. We've wasted way too much time talking about it. People love Everybody this shit. Everybody just get along, man. Maybe Jonah Hill would like to run the WSL. Um... You've seen Jonah Hill's clips from... I don't like to pile on <laughs> I don't want to pile on anybody. If Why? If you a good time surfing, go for it. It's just funny to me that people, when people, like, start surfing and they get really excited about it and then they just start, like, claiming it so hard. Just surf. Enjoy yourself. Post a clip or two. But... I have the same... You save it. You're being a sweat. Same complaint about... You're being a sweat. Fart tennis enthusiasts. Oh when they just start... You know, they're walking around town with their white shorts with a big brown stain in the back. Like, I know you play fart tennis. I know you won a bunch of matches. I can see that. Who sponsors your tournaments? <laughs> so many Gas people. X? Yeah. Sean Manners just dropped a new video for Globe. It goes hard. This dude is so good... Airs, barrels, everything. This is real surfing. There's no drama here. It's real surfing. The only drama you're going to get is the dramatic effect that we see Sean Manners doing when he's in these crazy waves. Watch this. So take a break from the gossip, okay? Leave Beach Grit. Go to Stab and watch the Sean Manners edit. Oh my god, can you Here imagine comes. when this when this news broke? Can you imagine oh the smile on people at Beach Grit's face? Oh, they're just Loving visible it. boner. Just sweating. There's sweats. There's like 12 articles on this. Right. It's their dream come true. Yeah. A couple <laughs> weeks ago, Oh my god, Terry Terry Kidwell just joined. What? Holy shit. Well, let's talk about some serious stuff. I gotta, He's like a real guy. I gotta, gotta fucking pull my shit together here. Yeah. Uh, so, welcome, Terry Kidwell, to the Monday Mass, the world's greatest action sports podcast. We're just getting started. We haven't been talking about farts, gossip, nothing. Good lord. We're talking about uh, Aaron Brooks, who was representing Team Canada, recently got... Uh, reprimanded, basically saying she's not Canadian. Something about her paperwork. And look, there's a long article around here. And uh, she, Aaron's father, Jeff, is a dual citizen of USA and Canada. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's going on, but I hope it gets cleared up because Aaron Brooks is amazing and we need her in the Olympics. We need her in surf, Canadian surf competition. She's the best. 
So we're thinking that this is all going to be cleaned up, okay? And Aaron Brooks will be flying the Canadian flag and ripping in events very soon. Speaking of events, the Corona Open J-Bay could potentially start July 13th. Now, let's – yesterday, a WSL posted two waves from that competition. One of them well, – actually, it was Jordy two, Smith. Jordy Smith's perfect, perfect heat versus um, Felipe Toledo's 10 that, in, that had two of the same alley-oops. I see – you might be on the same page with me. Okay, go ahead. Everyone's talking about that Felipe Toledo wave. I love Felipe Toledo. I love how he served. I don't think it's that I don't good. I think that wave was great. Mm-mm. I thought it was bad <coughs> style. I don't love Ali Oops in the first place. And when you do two, the second one was great. He landed. It was critical. But why don't Why don't you like Ali Oops in surfing? Like, why don't you like a, a backside Ali? I like uh, an, an Ali Oop when it's done. Off the lip, fully rotated, lands in transition, bottom turned out. That's kind of what he did, though. Yeah, but... But, like, what, what is I it? Just, I've love, heard this I, before. I like, love alley-oops pe- surfing. The good surfers like yourself and others, they clown on alley-oops. And why is that? Because is they're, they're too easy? as hard as other airs. Okay. Um, and, look, I'm not taking anything away from the brilliance of Felipe's Toledo Perfect 10 at J-Bay. But when I'm looking at that wave, and maybe this is where I go from progressive freak, addicted to progression and watching mm-hmm. it, to a little bit more of a purist. I want to see this wave surfed with power and flow. Yeah, I think... You know? If a tube, a carve, Tom Curran style. It just... It didn't, it didn't make sense to me. It was a great wave. It was wildly progressive but I don't, I don't by any means think it was the best j bay no, wave ever no. i've seen mikey think of mikey waves. feb just cruising and so what about the jordy smith waves guys i think i think jordy's well there's one where uh jordy basically uses all of his frame and body weight to like push himself through to carve through carve through like not very friendly sections and punch through the lip on like where obviously it's crumbling and right. wants to throw a normal human off their board and then gets like a double barrel yeah. and then does like a floater for like way too long. You know what I mean? Like that crazy floater that he does and like lands out in the flat. Like that yeah. was incredible. Dude, Aton Osborne is having a floater contest, which I love. And if we ever get waves, I'm going to, I want to try to enter this. And not that I'm a great floaterer. I've floated in the past, but I'm not a great floaterer. But I just want to enter the contest. If I can find a section to do an extended floater. You know, Federer, you know, Federer is a really great tennis player. So watching right flo- now. We're gonna go back. Floaterer would be a really good name for someone in fart tennis. Sorry, Terry. Your friend Todd's just really on a fart rampage today. Um, yeah, so uh, the J Bay contest could could start. July thirteenth. Oh hey, I'm not there. Gimbal God's on here, and this this it's is like God. this is like a good time to talk about uh, Judd Hankus's new snowboard slash surf film. What? That Gimbal God filmed a whole bunch of footage for, obviously, because those guys are inseparable. But they went into to Indo. La- the God went to Indo last year, and some of the footage coming out of um, Judd Hankus from there. And Gimbal God floating around in the li- in, in big old lineups. It's going to be incredible. Hey, when Spenny, really Spenny, good. when does that come out? To put it in the chat, 
Yo, or you can if you want to if you want to like live with us right now. People love that shit. See now everybody's getting in on the fart humor. Yeah, because it's great. That old muckler just said he left a floater in the lineup the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, uh, our friends at Lurking Class have just teamed up with Dickies. The collaboration of the year. I just looked at the whole line of Lurking Class X Dickies gear. It looks awesome. I'm getting some today. Today. So go follow at Lurking Class and check out their new collab. It's tight. Sick. Um, do you have any other surf news? No. Nope. You guys have any other surf news? Any other surf news? Yeah, does anyone right, have any surf on. news? Skate news is brought to you by Beneath the Peril. Surf news was brought to you by Hanson Surfboards, by the way, in case Todd didn't mention it. He's not doing his job well because he's thinking about farts. Did you th- did you happen to see the new clip of Yuto Hiragome doing the backside 360 to nose slide to, I think he like two seventies out of a nose. Slide. I did not. It's f- the kid's on another. But I'm about to bring up a bunch of clips that you might not have seen. Planet. Okay, go ahead. Okay, there's a skater named Aquasi. He's having a moment. Oh yeah, and we're loving it. This okay? was great. His first part was dropped for sci-fi fantasy, probably one of the sickest, most creative parts of the year. I mean, the, this is the dude that's wall riding on dumpsters and just doing the impossible. But like, all, like beautiful. Yeah, like the shit that he's doing is crazy. It's it's amazing. Aquasi, and I had never heard his name until just the other day. I might be a little out of touch in the deep street scene, but. Loved his sci-fi fantasy part. And then a couple of days later, Asics skateboarding. Asics, you know the shoe? It's like... I didn't even know that Asics has a skateboarding program. Well, they do, and they're ripping. They've got Gino Iannucci, Brent Atchley. What do they look like? I'm going to tell you. Are they cool? Emile Laurent, Kieran Woolley, and more. Oh, Another Kieran great Woolley. video. It's a great edit. Uh, awesome music. Just really cool looking. Um, so Asics, it's like... Yeah, I know like, what the logo looks like. Okay, so they look, it's that logo on the side. You know, it's simple to start. There's a couple kind of wild designs. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was on the wrestling team. I was on the wrestling team, Todd. And all the wrestlers wore Asics wrestling shoes. And so I have this thing kind of stuck in the back of my mind. When I see Asics, I think of wrestling. I was too light to wrestle anybody. I could, I never got a match. Really? I was too light. So I only wrestle like older people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? Bigger people. Did you? Um, anyway. Was your coach named Jim Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, that, guy, that guy can go to hell. <laughs> um, Next. I hope he. <laughs> All right. Keep okay. going. Um, but they have him at Rose Street. Over there, here at Encinitas, and you can find them online. They look pretty tight. What's that say? Olympic wrestling team or choir wrestling? <laughs> what? No, it says steel chair welding wrestling team. What? Oh, like a oh steel chair wielding. Oh, dude, that would be sick. Like if and you're if you're high school, instead of having like your typical uh, grappling wrestling, but they literally had a WWF wrestling team. Oh, like acting wrestling. What are you talking you about? You know WWF is fake. Blas- they, they made it up. Blasphemy. It's fake. I think that'd be great. Wouldn't that be sick to be a varsity, get a varsity letter in uh, in chair-throwing wrestling? Yes. 
Yes. No, it was just regular high school wrestling in a singlet and the headgear. I wish I had that stuff. That shit's boring. Uh, the new Skate Mafia video dropped. It rips Masaki Hongo, Brandon Turner, Alexis Ramirez, Stephen Lawyer, Tyler Surrey, Wes Kramer, Alex Williams with the Ender. San Diego skateboarding represent right there. Well, global, of course, but Skate Mafia dropped another hammer. Congrats to Dan and the crew. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that contest last year? It was in Canada. The Bunt put it on, and Kern Caples did like a 20-foot wall ride and dunked oh, yeah, basketball. Sure. Yeah. All right. The Bunt is at it again. They just dropped another fun edit from their event so is it last kinda, week. Kind of like the Dime challenge it's it's it it is a similar feel different obstacles a different kind of deal but it's very similar but this year there was a wedge Ooh, over the over the fountain football no like a football oh. goal post thing you know where you kicked a field goal through but what is this this barn. is this the same comp where like they had the artosari uh jumping the fountain thing it was like a super high speed gap over water um i don't know the one, uh, the last one I saw was like uh, last year was the da- the basketball thing. This year was a football kind of theme. It's awesome. You can find it on the internet. I think the Bunt is a podcast for skateboarding, and I feel stupid saying that because I should know more about it. Oh, this um, one's good. This ooh. this is good news. Yeah, San Francisco police officers in riot helmets rushed into and blockaded intersections uh, near Dolores Park to shut down the annual Dolores Hill Bomb. There was hundreds of skaters there, and it got ugly quick. Meanwhile, people breaking into every car all over San Francisco and shitting in doorways. They're smoking crack in Walmart. What the fuck, dude? They're, they're, they're naked and How is it peeing that- on the, the corner and... Throwing heroin, heroin needles at people. How is it that you can, like, where? why is there all of a sudden a police presence for this? This is a lawless And, like, and what the fuck, dude? So, they the, the Dolores Hill bomb was about to start. Police came in in riot gear, and basically it was like everything was just about to happen, right? And, yes, somebody did get killed during this hill bomb. Uh, multiple injuries and some vandalism, all that stuff. But you know what? You guys made it worse when you come running into a group of a hundred, and these are kids, mm-hmm. fourteen to nineteen, um, boys and girls, and they blocked off all the streets, corralled all the skaters, were beating them. Um, there was a hundred and ten officers that took place in the operation. And there was a bunch of arrests, 113 arrests, 81 of them were juveniles. And one girl who was arrested, her and her friend, they were 13, they were sat down on the sidewalk, handcuffed tightly, and left out there. Uh, and it's not funny, they, they peed their pants because they were left there for so long. These, these asshole police. Like there's not a there's not enough for you to do in San Francisco, literally one of the crime centers of the country. I just you gotta bus skateboarders. 
the fact that people are like, like we, I've had a car that I was in broken, like broken into within five fucking minutes of being in San Francisco. Yeah. And there was nothing in the car. And like, I've, I've talked to friends that, that live kind of near the mission, not like even in the mission that are like, yeah, I just, I leave my car open with all my fucking windows down. Look, when people go to bomb this hill and bomb hills in San Francisco, they know what they're doing. They know they could die. It's not your responsibility. Their decision was to bomb the hill. Maybe, just maybe, maybe it was an over response. Look, I know there was like, there was some graffiti happening. There was probably like some broken windows and stuff, but this is all, this was a peaceful skate event. The cops came and whipped up the hornet's nest and made it worse. Do you agree? Yeah. Good. I, I feel like there's a, a lot better use, especially in, you know, fucking escape from San Francisco, which is the, you know. Yeah. Uh, that person. Jivey Lem. Jivey Lem says you got to just leave your car unlocked and open in San Francisco. And then yeah, don't break it's into true. It. It's fucking crazy, dude. That place is a goddamn war zone. You would think, right? Okay, so San Francisco in the history of skateboarding is one of the meccas. You have to go there at least once. You don't have to bomb the hills, but you got to roll around the city. You got to see it. If you like, that is real shit. That's real skateboarding. I'll tell you what, though. They like be when inviting skateboarders to San Francisco back in the day when like the when like the EMB was like it was it right yeah like the skaters kind of kept the emb kind of they kind of ran a pretty tight ship there like there wasn't like sketchy fucking people hanging out because dudes like yeah kelch and the rest of the crew were like they were like regulating yeah yeah so we got dc jones in there talking about it as well yeah there was a kid that died on a bike um the point is People get injured at, at X Games. They get injured at all skate events. It's like you're going to get injured skateboarding sometimes. But the overreach and overreaction of the San Francisco police, and I'm not there, so they can't get me. An underreach and underreaction. An underreach, which nobody loves. Uh, in better skateboarding news, Red Bull just dropped uh, a, a pretty rad series called the No Rewind Video Competition. They gave four teams VX1000s, but they disabled the rewind and the tape eject. So they just got a camera with a tape in it. So that's and it. And that was it. That's actually couldn't that's such parts. a sick idea. Yeah, it's really cool. So basically, um, it's kind of like sh- like we used to shoot on 16. Like it was like, okay. Yeah, there's no rewind. There's, there's, only, we, there's only a certain amount of film in this camera, boys. That's why they call it No Rewind. I'm going to land this one. Yeah, there's no rewind. That's I get, I get that, Chris. There's no, was there no rewind? I don't think there was a rewind. Blind, Santa Cruz, Plan B, and Real Skateboards, each given two weeks to film Who do you think? a custom VX Who do you think got it? I would think of that crew. I'm going Real Skateboards. You should go Santa Cruz because our friend Andrew's probably... I'm trying to think. Like I'm just like doing like some math, like I mean, team, you know, Silva, team Sean, math on my head. It's going to be hard to beat real in anything like Jimmy that. Jimmy Wilkins. Yeah. Oh, because Jimmy and Shay Donovan were filming over-unders on the vertical thing. With that camera? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? That was the that. was that. out now. Okay. They're available to you. Fuck it. To all of you. Let's go. You tell us. Uh, Skate SD, the documentary that I was in, is now available for free 
on YouTube, and it just popped up the other day. So, of course, I made my kids watch it again because I'm in it. It's a great documentary. It talks about San Diego's contribution to the history of skateboarding, and there are many. You should watch it. It was in, made by 900 films. In, rela- in related news to that, we there's there was a documentary that in, that was being made a while ago because they did an interview for it called Streets and Sidewalks that was based on the New England skate scene. And I'm wondering if anyone out there has any idea what's going on with that because they it's, probably saw Skate SD and they're like, we can't compete. No, with this. fuck that, dude. There's so much skateboarding Frickin in San Diego. Soft skateboarding. Well, it kind of invented skateboarding. You want hard skateboarding? Skateboard. Be come up on the East Coast. New York City. We didn't have wheels. <laughs> we our we skateboards to, were so hard to ride that they we, did, we just had one. Track. We had to try to find round rocks. That's tight. For wheels. Y'all are y'all are hardcore. What else? Um, <laughs> leaning in. This is not the place. We don't shit on X Games every time. This 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 is the, this could just be interesting. What do you, I love X Games. I love X Games too. Leaning into a very California influencer Airbnb aesthetic, the summer X Games course preview just dropped, and there is a hot tub on the course. There's a lounge hangout zone, and you know I I looked at it and it didn't offend me. It actually looked kind of cool. No, the course is kind of neat. There's it's like kind a, of fun there's a, when they're There's wild. like a water hazard, a living room hazard. <laughs> Hazardous living room there's just, it's, it's just all kinds of just kind of cool. It's, it's, they're trying. Hey, I, I for one love a novelty skate park. Who, you know what I'm saying? Who are your top, I love who's your top three park. people to be in the hot tub while you're skating your run? I, who, who do I want in there? Yeah, who's in, who's in your hot tub? Um, I'm going to go... Anytime, literally, and if you guys haven't seen this, there is like a, a bank you to bank over, over the hot tub. Okay, I'm gonna go prime time Pamela Anderson in the Baywatch bikini. Okay, Abraham Lincoln, shout out. Abe. What? Yeah, I you said I could pick whoever. Okay, and David Bowie. I've never seen him with his shirt off. <laughs> I'd love to see him in a hot tub. That's great. Alive, all three of them alive. How about you? I don't have any comment. He wants Tommy Lee in there warming <laughs> up the hot tub like he dro- you know, with the thing he drove the boat with. His dong. What else do we have in skate news? <laughs> <laughs> when is that? Isn't X Games? X Games is like next week. Yeah. I'll be watching. I, 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 like I said, I'm a fan You're of You're not games. paying $30 to stand in the sun? I'm just busy. Can you actually... Rent out that? Could you live? Could you stay for fifty dollars? You can sit. You can, in the you can stay in the course. Yeah, I would sit in the swing though. That would be tight. Sex. Like I said, we love X Games. Sex swing. We want. I want in. I want to be a part of it. You ever use a sex? Be the you ever use a sex swing? Have I ever used a sex swing by myself? <laughs> it's a personal one. Uh, Snow news is brought to you by Bachans. Try Bachans on the gram. Um, Todd, did you see the video of the slush slide? Slush. Are we talking about like when you when you get a bunch of your homies together in the spring and you all create a slush avalanche? This was. Uh, it looked like a kind of a glacier. You know, it was like sparse snow, and there was about twenty snowboarders yes. and skiers it's going fun. down, and all of a sudden it was a slush. Yeah, slide. you get you get all your homies basically to side slip. So and, they did it on purpose. Yes, we. You can do that. What is a, what's the difference between a slush slide and an avalanche? Well, avalanche will kill you. A slush slide is just like fun to get stuck in. But they do 
Pachetsky says Wee Man should be in the hot tub. Why? What What are the specifics? He, you said anyone can. You can tell us. Tell us who's going to be in your hot tub during your X Games run, and he picked Wee Man. Okay. Because Pajetsky knows. It's just like the slush slide. slide. You just get all your friends going down. Like they, Mammoth is a great place to do it, right where you get off the uh, the gondola at the top. Is it dangerous? Well, it's dangerous for people down below you that are not aware of slush slide is That's coming. Selfish. It'll knock you off your feet, but it's really fun. Like you just get in there and all your friends are having fun and woo. I think it's slush slide. That was a great. Uh, Thing for you to talk about what you've been talking about this whole podcast. Do we want to let's let's talk about for a second? Um, let's talk about for a second the okay. Sean White documentary because it just did drop. Oh, it's out. It's it dropped. It's I think it's five or six episodes. Do you think you're more a part of that documentary than I was a part of the Skate SD documentary? Because I had a lot and and my face was in it too, face and voice. I think Todd your face and voice? Todd Harris and I had like a split second of us standing there. Oh, but we do a lot of FaceTime. Look, dude, we're like, we we have we have a bit of narration because I, I feel like Harris and I were there on a lot of his his uh, pinnacle runs. But I think it's really good. Like the 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 documentary was done really well. It's got some really great archival footage. It um, I'm gonna watch it. It's. I mean, just just knowing because we, like Harris and I were there on his like his last competitive run, right? You know, and it does have like a lot of people. A lot of people probably that that listen to this or watch our podcast are they grew up with Sean White. They grew up with him being a piece of action sports. I don't I don't think action sports uh, specifically is on a whole is is better off without someone like Sean White in it because well, it, it's a yeah. character. He, you know, it's the same with same he's same with people talking shit on X Games. It's like action sports industry probably wouldn't be better without it because it's it's just part of the whole. Doesn't part of the whole. The ring, the rim, or the inside of the hole. <laughs> it's part of the hole. Look, I'm this a is part of the hole. fan. I'm an X Games fan. Did I mention I was in the Skate SD doc? Like a bunch of face you cannot, and mouth. You can't argue that Sean isn't the greatest competitive snowboarder of all time. You just you you can't a u n argue that. I would never. I think that he is. I think he surpassed Craig Kelly. Surpassed, you know, surpassed Terrier. And he's he's so far beyond that. And this is the story of someone's journey to get to that point. Look, and it's just Cruz says can't not respect. Right, him. you can't not respect. You, can't, you not. can't not respect him. I mean, you can you can disagree with his style or whatever it is, but like you can't not respect the drive that someone like that has. Yeah, agreed, dude. Guys, like if you can go. 25 feet out on a backside air, fuck that. Like, you have the utmost respect. You have carte blanche. Yeah. To wear as tight a pants as you want, to have as wide a stance as you want. And guess what? I love sports documentaries. And you get to see Sean White when he was wearing a good fit. Ooh. Because for a while, good fit Sean White was sick, dude. Like, he wore some bigger pants, and the stance didn't look quite so wide. What were you saying before when we started about if you just bump up your snowboard gear one size, yes, dude, this, you're going to look better? See, this is how we do it. This is like that movie Inception where we bring it all back to the beginning. Remember? Yeah, like you, the bigger your pants are, it can hide shit. And if you start wearing tight pants, 
it exposes every weirdness of your style. Every crevice. So if you guys are watching snowboard footage of yourselves and you're like, damn, my shit looks broke. Maybe just go up a, a size of pants. Maybe watch a Raibu video. Ooh. And really pump up those pantalones. Just basically what it is is you're like you're just creating something to distract people from your like maybe just have a like a lot of like trinkets hanging off your belt. Flare. Flare. Um, bottom line is I'm excited to watch the Sean White documentary. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of sports. It's good. It's, it's a, it's a good documentary. I love JJ Thomas. Yep. JJ's in it a whole bunch. Um, it's good. Snowboarding's awesome. Can be. Sean White has helped make it awesome. All right. Uh, What else you got? China, uh, is really putting a lot into snowboarding at the moment. They have just reached a significant milestone and they have opened their 50th indoor snow center 50th indoor snow center that's a lot of snow centers they they want they what is it what is an indoor snow center in china like have they, you been to one they want them medals is this a metal grab i think that i i think that there's um they got patty party what more do they need yeah i mean like look there's there's She's that the that half pipe just got opened up in japan i'm sure there's there's, I'm sure there's going to be a well-manicured, perfect half-pipe or several of them in China. How close are these indoor parks to the real thing? Half-pipe, you can make it a real thing. The snow is weird. It's this weird... Is it wet? No, it's like dry, and you think it's going to be icy, but it isn't. It's it's really it's like interesting. dry slush? Kind of. It's we, It's a weird texture. Like, if you go... If, if you've ever... You know, like, in your freezer... Yeah. Like if you leave the door open in your freezer and it creates that like frost. Okay. It's kind of like a frost, but, but it's not wet. No. A dry frost. It's a dry frost. Any of our friends in China, if you want to in- invite us to one of your indoor snowboarding parks and, you know, business class is fine to fly us there. I mean, we'll do it for cheap. Mm-hmm. We'll come over there and ride and we'll talk about it. I'm not going to China. You're not going? No. I'll go. Okay, you go. Um, uh, I got more news for you, Todd. I do yeah, too, but, be- but but before we move on, yeah. I feel like, you know, a lot of people kind of want to know what's up with the bomb hole. Yes, I okay, watched this- Granny's video. Granny's dropped a video the other day that basically affirmed what a lot of us uh, have known about for a while is that Eastone is not part of the bomb hole anymore okay and for those people that don't listen to the bomb hole why is this a big deal well it's huge because stony buds was he's as much of the personality of the bomb hole as grindy's is right and it's you know he was a face of it in the beginning and i feel like it, it's a it's a weird one because it's a personal thing. it's a personal thing but also you know, I th- I think that the bomb hole is the bomb hole is much more of an actual real live business than this f- fucking. But tell that to our staff over there. <laughs> this wet, dog, this fucking dog. wet cardboard box that we have right here. <laughs> we so, are using a mug and a towel to hold. So it. the reason that I say that is like you know once you have a certain amount of employees, you kind of have to you have to have like an HR department, and you know some things need to you know are not. God, how do I get around this with that? Because it's not my it's not my story to tell. Like I know what right. happened, um, but it's not my story to tell. And I do. Uh, East Stone dropped onto Instagram the other day and said, "There's two sides to every story," which okay. is 
perfectly great. And I it's think it's a business breakup. It's a business breakup, but I also I know for a fact because I talked to Chris at Peace Park about how gnarly this decision was for him. Look, uh, double eject says, why do they got to air it out for everyone to see? Because, because it's, it's, it's a, a it's a le- it's a legal thing, and it's going to end up being public because it's you can't just like. I don't know. It's like when they just, um, God, what was the show where they just fucking replaced the lead guy and they didn't really. Great just, British Baking Show. They just didn't say anything. Oh, is that a different show? Yeah. Is that. Well, it happens. It's like, it's it like, happens in entertainment. It happens in Hollywood. It happens on television shows. You got to address it. There was a personal thing going on that caused the two main people at the bomb hole to. Go separate ways. The Bombhole Remains, the world's greatest snowboarding podcast, hosted by Chris Grenier, who is hilarious, knowledgeable, well-respected, and I feel like whatever happened, which is their business, they're not coming out and saying he, it, it was a personal thing, right? And Chris is the, Chris will be the first one to, Grendy's will be the first one to say that it's not going to be the same without East Stone. And East Stone was, it was like Batman and Robin. Yeah. You know, like those two have been really tight for so long. I don't think this will jeopardize their relationship. Um, but it's going to be different. So, I mean, if you guys, uh, they're probably taking um, resumes right now if you'd like Wait, to what? audition for them. <laughs> what it, they need a co-host? Would you move to Salt Lake? <laughs> no. <laughs> Would I have to talk about snowboarding all the time? <laughs> yes. No, they talk about other shit on there. But anyways, I think... I would love to... I mean, Chris Grenier is probably I look one of the forward. greatest podcast hosts. I think he's probably the, the second greatest podcast host besides, besides me. He's top two. Yeah. At any rate. Can you be like a guest host? Like, are they going to have guest host spots? Of what? Of, of the, the bomb? bomb I think so. I think, you know, there's, I, I was going to go out and kind of guest host a couple of weeks ago, but my schedule didn't line up. And Mikey LeBlanc has been filling in a little bit. Oh, he's great. I think maybe they need to, um, maybe they need to rotate different personalities through. Um, I don't know. They I don't know their shit. I don't know what, don't know I don't know podcast. what the deal is. Uh, with with it and where they're going to go with it, but I do know that this is a really tough time for Grandies. I know that East Stone is going to. Um, it's emotional for everybody yeah. involved, and and this is a beloved duo, trio, quattro. It's a beloved show, and he was a beloved part of it. Yeah. So I wish them. And he's on the face of a lot of the merchandise, so you can kind of like, you know, you can. How come you? How come you? Uh, we don't have merchandise. Oh, we do have merchandise with our faces on it, don't we? We're just not good at selling merch. We have a lot of merch, like right there. It, we have merch. It's in a pile. It's over there. If you're in, if you're within like two blocks from us, come and grab some stuff. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to ship it. Uh, Zach Hooper, yes. Yet. The speculation from the internet is awful. There's a lot of rumors going around. Not a lot of those rumors are true. Yeah, just it's just to them just too. wait until wait and wait to hear it from. A reliable source, and yeah. it's it's really, it's messy. It's messy drama, and the bomb hole will be great. It is great. It's going to continue to be great, and this ha- like okay. Think of your like. There's so many good rock and roll bands, right? They break up. They get a new singer. They get a new guitar player. You're like, well, 
how am I going to like this? Eventually, you get used to it. It's like when Three's Company fine. just like replaced Mr. Furley with Mr. Roper, or was it vice versa? Yeah. And I was at first, I was like, "Fuck that!" But yeah, then I learned. Mad. But then I learned to love. Oh, Todd was hot on that one. I learned to love the new uh, superintendent. Well. We love the bomb. Or Van Halen. Best. Although, dude, Sammy, Sammy Hagar had some hits, bro. I'm kind of on both teams. I just want both teams to have fun. Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth. Do you got Sammy Hagar? Van Hagar is not as good as Van Halen. Well, it's not, but there's, dude, the song Dreams rips. Yeah, but that was just because you couldn't have any more Van Halen. Do you know like they, the real Van Halen? Do you know they did a tour together? And it made them hate each other even more. They did a really, uh, uh, yeah, Sammy. Oh, Carr with David Lee Roth and David Lee Roth together on the tour, going like song for song or something. Hmm. I honestly, I think Van Hagar might have had more hits or bigger hits, fewer but big. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Brighton Resort is uh, going through some changes. You're gonna love this, people, because. One of these changes is, you know, it's tough going snowboarding. You got to get up there. You got your passes. Now you have to make paid parking reservations. Fuck that. I knew that was going to get him heated. Go, Todd. How do we, how, how, as a, as an, as the ski, these people, the ski industry that wants to have this like sustained growth and, and everyone's talking about accessibility and, uh, elitism, but you want to go ahead and and start having. Brighton says, "Fuck poor people." Yeah, what's a, no? I just weird. Like the the powers that be. I mean, Brighton's got a lot of great people in marketing, and and there's a lot of smart, uh, youthful people that are that are really cool to deal with. Are they not making enough money? But the the powers that be decide that they're going to charge. Like Breckenridge did it. Fucked up the like. It's just the vibe. It's a vibe killer. Stop killing the vibe that makes these resorts so special. Bitch. Just for the bottom line. Bitch, charge more mind. for the fucking hamburger. You know. Well, I now I like hamburgers. Charge more for the chili bread bowl. Dude, it's hard enough to find a parking spot. In general. So I get it. Like if you're gonna, you know, if you're buying a boarding pass if you're buying a lift ticket or you have one of the big passes i get it and if you know you want to go up there and be able to park and ride and maybe it's only like 10 bucks i don't know i doubt it but making a reservation kind of like kills that whole and i know the canyons are fucked Okay, I know Big Cottonwood and Little Cottonwood Canyons are absolutely fucked, and there's a lot of people driving up there that shouldn't because people think that just because they rented a Suburban from the Salt Lake Airport with summer tires on it that they can just go through anything and get anywhere. I don't know about any of that. They fucking can't. And if it, there should be almost like a chain check at the bottom, like a real chain check like they do in Tahoe that basically turns people around if you don't chain have check. appropriate... Uh, appropriate snow gear on your car. Like if your car is not made to go up a hill, yeah, it's like then fucking turn around and you can take the bus up there. I'll rip that shit in a Honda Odyssey. If your Honda Odyssey has snow tires on it, sweet. Um. So Todd says that sucks. Everyone says it sucks. I don't know one person yeah. that thinks charging for parking at Brighton is a good idea, except for the people who sit upstairs and are trying to make shareholders happy. They're like, we just got an extra $1,000 a day. 
Sweet. person. Uh, the Carnegie Hero Fund Commission announced this week that professional slackliner Mickey Wilson of Golden, Colorado, will receive the prestigious Carnegie Medal. What does this have to do with snowboarding? Because you might have remembered this story, which is actually really gnarly. A guy was in wearing a backpack with a chest thing, mm. but his strap around his waist was open. So he got he something happened where he slipped out of the lift and the backpack got caught. Or no, I think he came around, the backpack got caught when he tried to get off, and he fell out, but the backpack caught him. Mm. The way the backpack caught him was around his neck. So he was literally hanging by his neck from the lift, and people didn't know what to do. They stopped the lift. Here's where the professional slackliner, Mickey Wilson, Slacklined down the freaking Shut the fuck up. Dude, there's he it's did on video. not. He slacklined down. It's on video. He slacklined down to the chair, climbed down, tried to kick the backpack free. The guy's dying. He's it's he's it's like he's in a noose. The ski patrol threw him a knife, he cut it, the guy fell, he he hurt his ankle, but he lived. And so now Mickey Wilson I need to see is this, a hero. I need to see this video. This is, this is fresh snow news. Dude, slacklined yeah. down the cable. Yeah. So what? remember the guy in Vail? He Va- had a broken hand, too. Remember the guy in Vail that fell off the chairlift and it pulled his pants down? <laughs> That's kind of funny. But this dude was straight up dying. This happened last year at Arapahoe Basin mm-hmm. or early in the season. But the guy's now getting this prestigious award, and it's well-deserved. That's badass. Like, that's... If the... You know, like, when you're on a plane, is there a doctor on the plane? They're on this mountain. Is there anyone a slackliner on this mountain? He's like... Yeah, because there's a... They're like... There's a dude's doing devil sticks up at the top. He's like, I'm a slackliner. And next thing you know... Well... You got questions over here. All right. Sorry. Um, We have questions. Uh, It's time for questions. I don't have any nerd news to you. Oh, I saw Indiana Jones. It's not as good as I wanted it to be. Lando Norris got second place, finally. Um, That's some nerd news for you. I just, I want you guys, I want to answer some questions. Um, this, that's not a question. Who's the guy that was hanging upside down in front of a stacked lift line in Vail? That's what I was just talking about. That was actually Chris. Cote. Naked. That guy got a lot of money from Vail. $275,000. Sammy Hagar is coming to Tahoe on the 14th with John, who? Bro, let's go. John Bonham. John oh. Bonham's son is the drummer. Actually, John Bonham's son is incredible. He's a great drummer. Um, what else do we have here? Um, they should charge for wearing a backpack speaker at Brighton. Yes. Or just a backpack. No, but they should charge for wearing backpack speakers. That would for sure bring a lot of uh, income. Like a dollar per song. Yeah. Uh, did this guy snow? Did he slackline in snowboard boots or did he take his boots off? Because they like to do barefoot. I think he was in boots. Fucking slackline in boots. Dude, I don't even. A G. I don't even believe this story. It's on the internet. He slacklined down the fucking cable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even believe this. Well, he saved all. this guy's life. I haven't seen you saving anybody's life with your slacklining lately. You guys ever heard of fart tennis? Blake Wall. Big Bad Blake official says, This year I noticed I was putting on weight. The beers are catching up. I started running, and I ran out of beer, and I ran to get some more. <laughs> but for real, thanks for the tip on the NA beers. The weight has been dropping off. I love the option. 
Uh, and you, what's my favorite NA beer? It's called Rationale. I do work with them for mm-hmm. them, and I. But the only reason I do is because I love. I love it. Do they scratches the itch? Bro. Do you think that they have? Why don't they come up with non, uh, non, 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 non drug non. drugs? <laughs> like to get someone like off of like if yeah, they're, they do if they're addicted to cocaine, you just you fucking sniff smarties. Well, they have a. I saw this product called um, Dad Grass, and it was just like crunched up CBD or something. Mm. And they're like cigs that you smoke. I don't know. Like, like if you enjoy just like sniffing cocaine, but you don't want the effects of cocaine. Smarties. Just like drywall flour. dust. <laughs> flour. <laughs> yeah, flour. Of course. All purpose flour. Um, oh, we got a, a, a update. Robert Pirazzini. What does he Professor say? Professor Pirazzini. Professor P. Um, so he went to Europe with his kids and he was asking us, are they allowed to carry their skateboards on? We said a lot of times in Europe, especially they say no. Yep. And here's what happened on the way back. His son, Luca took his wheels and trucks to Europe, purchased a deck at a skate shop called buzz in Hossiger. So when he came home, he took off the wheels and trucks and attached the, the deck to his carry on. Boom. Done. Done deal. And I think it's always cool to go on a trip and like. Give your shit like, to people. Well, or support a local shop where you're going. Like, let's say I'm going to Hossiger. Go to the surf shop, buy something from there. Rip Zinger suggests using all purpose flour. All purpose flour. Thank you, Rip. Yeah, thanks, Rip. Um, this guy is gray. Says. American Airlines is always cool with it. Thank you. So if you're going to fly, fly American Airlines, you can bring your board carry-on like Tony Hawk does. Uh, question from Matt P. Matt P says, if you guys had to give up one of your sponsors, like could not use or consume the product, which would it be? Oh, well, for me, it would probably be the non-alcoholic beer because I prefer my beer to have the alcohol included. God loves alcohol. Um. I take the tough one. I take the math. I take the Monday out of math. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bachons are thanks, panicking. Thanks, Mike Nelson. Dude, I'm really? Not, Why are you just there? No, no, that's what they said. Oh. I, I'll. I'd rather die than not use our sponsors. Right. I'd I rather, would rather. I would rather die. So I'm not going to. Would that. you rather have your leg caught in a bear trap? Okay. Or have to stick your penis in a wasp's nest? Uh, leg in a bear trap. Yo, my penis is sensitive to wasp stings, bro. Did you have you ever seen that trick with wasps? If you fill a glass up with gasoline, and you and you cup the wasps' nest, all the wasps Dude, will die. It's forest fire season. Don't be telling people to fill anything with gasoline responsibly. Hannah Lee says for Todd. Todd, did you ever watch Dune and Children of Dune miniseries? And if yes, what did you think? For Chris, is there a movie from your past that is just way better experience at the theaters? Okay. I didn't watch. I saw. Uh, thanks for the question, Holly. I, I, I watched a little bit of it. I can't. I didn't like it. I didn't like the Dune, the BBC Dune series very much. I do, however. I'm able to separate in my brain the the old Dune movie that was I, I think it's incredible. 
It's yeah. weird. It's trippy. It's David Lynch. It's freaking cool. From the new yeah. one, and I will say that I'm really excited about the new the new Dune trailer that dropped the other day. Mm-hmm. It looks freaking awesome. Sandworms. I just like the the lore of Dune. I dig. I dig it. Yeah. Um, my question about a, a movie that was just better experience in the theaters. I mean, I think those giant blockbusters with tons of action. Uh, are always best experience, you know, Indiana Jones, like you had mentioned. Uh, you know, for me, if a movie gets over two hours, I can't, I don't want to watch it in the theater. Um, I would say if you didn't see the original Avatar in the theater, you probably, it, it's probably nowhere near as good because that was the, to me, the best like 3D I've ever seen. Yeah. And I would never want to watch Avatar. The new, the new Indiana Jones, I saw it last night. It, it took, took me forever to go and see it. I saw it. I made the mistake of watching Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom the two nights. Those are great. Previous. They're so good. Yeah. And the thing that I find endearing about those movies is like the special effects are cheap. It's like cheesy, right? Like they were doing yeah. the best that they possibly could we're doing do. the best we can. In 1985 <laughs> well, or 19, you know, story. or 1980. Okay. And like that's like, you know, the crappy little models and things look cheap. And like, you know, like the, when the, the dude's face melts at the end of the first Indiana Jones. Nazis. Right. Like that's, it's just like a, like wax. It's a good time. But like the new one, it, it's entertaining. It's, it's a great, like I'm going to the East coast on an airplane movie. Right. But it's like, there's just, it's just too perfect. Like yeah. the, de- the I thought the interesting stuff to me was the de-aging of Harrison Ford in the beginning of the movie spoiler alert he's fucking he's young they de-age him in the beginning that happened in part three too but it's river phoenix it's a cool premise no river phoenix was young young Indiana Indiana jones de-aged anyways whatever it's i just i kind of like i'm just old and i prefer the kind of like the cheesiness of like kind of shitty close encounters shitty fucking et like shitty gremlins like i like the i like it kind of not like not like uh, Sharknado shitty, but right. like we're ch- we're spending millions upon millions of dollars to try to do the best we can in 1980 shitty. You know what I like in the theaters is surf movies. A good quality surf video premiere is the best. Always. Right. What's that say? It said, got to watch movie magic on Disney. The Star Wars guys made... That hold on a second. Becky Bub says, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah, I that face that. melting scene. Yeah, it's what great. Up, like, practical Bugs. effects. Practical effects are fucking awesome. Practical and that's, magic. Yeah, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers was fucking good, dude. That was good. Max, that Max Warbington. Thank you for that. Starship that was, Troopers was really, really good. That was and good that, special effects. That was like." Kind of like right around the same time as like the Fifth Element came out, and it was oh, kind of like it's kind of like that transition between the practical and CGI. So that's like I kind of thought that was cool. I don't know. It just kind of like it's like at this point it's gone way too far, and just because you can do it with a with a bank of fucking computers, mm-hmm. like doesn't mean you should. Got a question from Brett Typhu Typhou. Question of the week. Cry is free. Origin story. Where did that come from? And also, are you guys watching Warrior on Cinemax? If you're not, you need to, Todd. Sorry, no dragons. Maybe dragon tattoos. LOL. See the witch. Dragging these balls across. 
Cry is free originates from Brazil. Uh, it's a Brazilian saying. It's it's a online message board response to a whinge. Cry is free can be used by any nationality. <clears throat> yes. Um, it's just funny. It means like, oh, you're oh, like this happened. Well, cry is free. You can cry about it all you want. It's not going to do anything. And no, I'm not watching Warrior. I don't think I have Cinemax. That new, um, do you, did you watch the foundation on Apple when that came out? I think we talked about this a long time ago. No. Okay, so on Apple TV, the foundation is coming back. It was no. a, it was a great sci-fi show two years ago. It's back. Never heard of like it. Like next week, I'm very excited for that. I'm happy for you. What? It, what sorry, DJ. We're gonna watch like Lego cake building. What is that coming back? No, we watch Survivor in our house. Do you ever learn anything from that? It's fake, you know. Um, oh my god, I learned a lot about the behind the scenes uh, of Survivor from my friend Felicity Palmetier. She told me some radical Survivor stories. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna apply to Survivor. Ooh, that would be fucking what do you sick. Think? You think I could do it? Let's. What if we did a Survivor like an action sports Survivor? Like. You have to like make a yeah out of no. It'd be like we're 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 sent somewhere, um, like you you should woodshed this on your own time. Really, I think people want to talk about this. What would be your uh, what would be your ultimate survivor scenario later? What what do you mean? Like surf survivor? Yeah, no phone. No, no trunks. Chris, Chris, just, Chris doesn't have any clothes on because he confused it with naked and afraid with Survivor. Naked and surviving. Naked and surfing. Um, DJ, DC Jones. It could just be like listening to the ad block looping. It could be listening to this podcast right. all the way through naked. Um, DC Jones says, uh, any thoughts on the bomb hole split? Yeah, we're bummed. It's a bummer all around. It's just, it's a bummer, but we hope for the best, right? I'm not trying to speak for any any time that lawyers get involved, shit's shit's gonna. I'm gonna sue you, Todd. Sue you back. Uh, oh, this is a good question for Todd. What is he it? Cares about this stuff a lot. Uh, this is from <clears throat> Willie. Willie wants to know: Is Darth Vader a hero, a villain, or anti-hero? Is Darth Vader a hero? I think he's a hero to some people. He's an anti-hero. To some people. I think, right? Pretty good question. All right. Well, um, yeah. We've been off-center this whole time. <laughs> we like to have a lot. In case we bring a guest. You've been migrating over to my side. In for case like we bring a guest. We need to leave room for the guest. Someday we'll have a guest on here. Oh, man, that guy's going to come make sushi. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Rip, are you going to come make sushi for us? We don't really have... It's be frowned upon by the health department, but we would love it if you yeah. came and made sushi. All right, guys, uh, that'll That's do it for us. Um, yeah, we are. We clocked in at 78 minutes, so holy... I'm going surfing. Holy I'm crap. I'm going to try my ass off. All right, you guys. We'll see you later. <laughs>